and welcome back to another installment of We Outside on the Thank Me Later podcast. I am your host, Brittany. Hey. Today, we are talking about Essence Fest. And I know Essence Fest was last month, but trust me, it has been actually, it, yeah, it was last month because it is still August, but it has been living in my head rent free. I'm so glad I got to experience it. I'm so glad I got to to witness that type of environment like and I feel like I'm very excited to tell people about it because I feel like if more people knew about it, then more young people would come because it's like you go, you know you're going to have a good time. You may even get a little wild and raunchy, but you're just like partaking in the culture of New Orleans and all the fun and beauty that it is um, from the accents to the food, baby, to the black people. And it is one of those events where black people from all over, all over come and participate in. And it's something that They got sponsors out the wazoo, so they have like competitions with like HBCUs. They partner, so for one example of their their branding and how they they want it about and how they go about selecting their partners for the fest, they have to be literally hand in community. It cannot just be, oh, we put your name out there and black people are just like taking your your products it's like no you have to be bringing something of value to the black community and so target is one of their sponsors and they had a competition at an hbcu to like be the main design on this bag on this gift bag that they gave away uh within the convention center and i just feel like that's hella dope because one i'm learning about black artists and even McDonald's, they had um, an artist station, but it was raising my awareness to these black artists that I would have never been exposed to. Um, I would have maybe been exposed to eventually on given the tools of social media, but it was just great to come in contact with that. And so I'm really glad I got to participate in it. This is my second Essence Fest, but it damn sure was not my last. I will be back. And that's why I am doing this for We Outside because I'm letting y'all know now. So when next year come, y'all already know what I'm on. I've already talked about it with some of my friends. Like we are going, it is a party. I am gonna be talking a lot about faith over fear, but that was one of the things that that has been like an active thing for me to work through this year um you know choosing to just walk into god's path for me and not choosing fear not sitting stuck stagnant in fear but just moving forward and exploring new territory and so i have traveled to other countries by myself i've traveled to cuba italy and thailand by myself countries in hella different parts of the world by myself and I have traveled domestically maybe once or twice I think just to Florida not that much but um I had never I never thought like essence isn't really you can do it by yourself I'm an example of that but it's really not something you do by yourself it's like something you do with like all your friends and your homies and your family and they you see a lot of like family reunions going on during that time and it's like it is one big family reunion and it's just like it's just like beautiful to witness and so I've traveled all these places by myself but going to something like Essence I was kind of scared of because number one it is New Orleans yeah I'm gonna say that I got in one Uber and he was like are you crazy it is too dangerous for you to be coming out here by yourself especially as a woman and I will tell you, I don't think there were a lot of people going there solo. Like I, when I told people I was by myself, they were like, what? It was hard for me in the moment to like overcome. And I almost didn't because I wanted to go with someone. And every time I thought I was going with someone, I ended up, it ended up not happening. And I would get so sad because I was like, but I really want to do this. It's their first one since COVID. And when 2020 happened, we were, I was already on that wave. I was about to go to Essence Fest with two other people. We had bought the Airbnb and everything. We were going to Essence. But then COVID happened. And so I was like, I really want to experience it. It was my second Essence. My first one was in 2015. I went with my mom and my aunt and like 
her church friends and it was fun mind you I had a great time then but I'm like I'm grown now I want to like have a ball and you know like do it my way and even when I went in 2015 I loved it because what Essence is 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 part community event part concert and so as like a thank you to the city of New Orleans for letting them have this festival in their city they have a free community event during the day and the convention center is from nine to five three days all of their sponsors are giving out things giving away cars just anything you can think of and here is what i love about essence not only is it like a black family reunion you're seeing black people from all over the country it also is it's also very into the culture like every single thing that black culture touches they have present so like film they have a lot of panels with actual celebrities being on the panels and talking about their show i think the cast from queen sugar was down there tamar was down there um the cast of uh there's a movie with lettuce about Mahalia Jackson and they're having like exclusive screenings for not just American films. This was their first year. They had also had their first screening and panel discussion about Nollywood. And so now it's like Essence Film is going global. They have like Essence Health where they have a lot of like health sponsors um, doing checkups on blood pressure and giving you massages and teaching you meditation and things like that. And also to the panel thing, they have celebrities just from, from music performing from TV, you know, hosting, they just have every single type of celebrity you can think of. And if you go back on people's Instagram, a lot of celebrities were in essence that weekend. And it's, that's why it's also lit because you will 100% have a have a celebrity encounter. Like, you're more likely than not to see somebody famous. Like, they're all around, and it's something that it really also gives those celebrities a chance to, like, tap in with the culture, answer questions, you know, like, talk about being black unfiltered. And it's a beautiful experience. So part of that is that community event. They have a men's portion. They have, like, a beauty portion, they have every single, again, every single thing that black culture touches, they have a marketplace, artist rooms, um, and then they have the whole, shoot, on Sunday, we had church service. Yeah, it's just the most beautiful, like, you just feel so proud to be black and just, you feel just, it's just, it's such a beautiful sight to see all these different black people um all different sizes shapes colors and you just see so much uniqueness and creativity and self-expression of dress and again it really essence is known as like an auntie and uncle event and i will say my mom was somebody who went to essence every single year like we already knew so essence is around the same time every year either on or around 4th of July weekend. So this past year, it was June 30th to July 3rd. And really it used to be like three days, but they add, they are starting to add Thursday to be like a, a paid, not concert, but a comedy thing. And so Kevin Hart was doing it this year. Yeah, you there is just something for everybody. And so it's always near... 4th of July weekend. So I always knew every time 4th of July was coming up, she, mommy was not going to be here. She was going to be gone at Essence, baby, having a ball. And I get it. <laughs> I'm officially at that point with Essence. And one thing that I love about it is that it changes with the time. So it's like people that we know and love were there. Issa Rae was debuting Rap Shit. The P-Valley cast was there giving people free concerts. <laughs> Y'all, like, and I'm so mad. So anyway, I came in on that Friday and my flight got delayed. And I'm, I wasn't thinking about this when I booked it because the flights were a little expensive. And that's another thing. Essence is not cheap, baby. Save your coins. Save now. Because, yeah, it, it's not cheap. 
And anyway, I was talking about the fact that I was kind of scared to do this on my own and I really wanted to experience all of these things. And so I just kind of took the, the leap of faith and went by myself and 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay, I've closed that loop. Now back to what else I was saying. <laughs> I really wasn't thinking when I was choosing my flight because I missed the whole day Friday. That could have been a whole convention day, a whole day to get free stuff. Man, Target was up in there. They had a whole skating rink in there. They had black skaters come in and skate. And, you know, they had panels about, you know, just like hair and entrepreneurship. Um, Kamala Harris showed up at one thing. I didn't see her. But, um, yeah, y'all, I'm telling you, Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama has been at Essence. Essence is the moment. I'm really trying to tell y'all now. So y'all cannot t say I did not tell y'all. Yeah, so I missed a whole day of that and I was kind of praying to make it to the uh, concert in time because I was supposed to get there like seven or eight. I knew that was mid-concert time, but I'm like, by the time I get there and go, to, I had to carry on y'all. So I was prepared to literally go straight to the Airbnb and change and go to the concert hall. But my flight got delayed like, 10 times at first it was like 20 minutes then 30 minutes then it went back to only 10 minutes then an hour and then i i think by the point by the time we left it was two hours and i was just praying to even get to even see anybody because nikki was performing that day and i really wanted to see nikki i i don't know when else i'm gonna i'm gonna see her if she's gonna be on tour when she's gonna be on tour i've never seen her live so i was like i want to see nikki and I ended up making it there in the middle of Nas's performance. Yeah, I think this year I there was like Lauren Hill and Ashanti and Ja Rule had popped up that Friday, but I ended up seeing them again on Sunday. And let me go, let me go, let me go to it because I want to I want to give y'all accurate information. The more I do just the vis just the audio, the less I want to do the visual, y'all. Y'all really have to let me know. Do you want the visual or not? I may give it a little bit, but oh, to not have to think about space on things. And the thing I love about Essence is that you don't even know who all is going to be there. Like it literally is a surprise to who's going to be on the programs, to who's going to be performing at the concert. And so that's the other part of Essence Fest that is not necessarily free to the community. It's not free to the community, but they still do things like give out free tickets. And I'm sure like, and I'm sure like on radio stations, they give out tickets. They give out tickets while you're there during the free part. Like they really try to get the people of New Orleans to come. I, that's what it's perceived to be. Now, if it's not that, I don't know what to tell you. You didn't hear it from me, but but no, they, they really are genuine about wanting the city of New Orleans involved. The concert portion is something that they give you these big headliners. Like we knew that Nicki Minaj was gonna be on Friday. We knew that Janet Jackson was gonna be headlining and New Edition. And they'll give you like the Isley Brothers, the Roots and Friends, Jasmine Sullivan, Summer Walker, D-Nice and Friends. They give you like things to draw in every single type of audience. Could you see what I just did there? Janet, Janet, New Edition, Nikki, the Isley Brothers, Jasmine Sullivan, Summer Walker. It's like they understand the assignment every single time. And the exciting thing is, is that the closer it gets to their to the event, the closer you see who is actually gonna be there. And so it ended up being on Friday, it was like Beanie Man, Michelle Montana, Michelle Montano, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Kez, Mickey Guyton, but then Wyclef John came out, Lauren Hill came out, Ashanti came out, Ja Rule came out. Like they'll give you a little something, but I promise you when you're there, your mind is gonna be blown like 10 times. And then on Saturday, they had Janet Jackson, Patti LaBelle, baby. Oh, she ate it up. She, oh, well. And just think, how legendary is it to see Patti LaBelle? She's like 78, I think. Forgive me if I'm aging her. Matter of fact, let me look that up right now. Because I know I have got to be precise. She's 78 years old. She was born in 1944, and for her to be performing like that, Miss Patty did what she had to do, baby. She did what she had to do. Anyway, Jasmine Sullivan, y'all already know how, if y'all don't, if y'all are new, 
Oh, I love me some jazz. I love me some jazz. I also love me some Summer Walker. D-Nice and Friends, Carl Thomas, Stephanie Mills, Lucky Day, City Girls, Osley Brothers, Method Man. Method Man is like always there, but it's like, who doesn't want to see Method Man live? He was there when I went in 2015. And when he came out, I was like, oh my gosh. And he did my favorite song. You're all I need to get by. So honestly, I don't care where he shows up. He can show up at the grocery store performing. I'd be like, ah, ah. So yeah, always wait to see him. Tim's was supposed to come and WizKid. And this is what is kind of blowing me. They did have Tim's and WizKid on the flyer, but I don't know what happened. Well, I think I know what happened. I think that Tim's and WizKid had another engagement, but it's like they never said anything. And I was like, y'all, I, I was a little hurt by that. I was a little hurt. It, mind you, I still had an amazing time, but I really wanted to see Wiz. Wiz Kid and Tim's um, Ghostface Killer, and then like Lux showed up, and so it's like one of those things where yeah, it's not cheap. You're gonna pay a coin. You're gonna drop a coin for the airline tickets because again, it is near Fourth of July weekend, so you're gonna pay a grip for the hotel, and then and make sure you get a hotel on Bourbon Street or Frenchman Street or somewhere in walking distance to the, if not walking distance, if not walking distance, then you can take the, the car, the train car. Do not be like me. Do not get an Airbnb. Do not get an Airbnb. I was being cheap. I did not want to like, this was something I was doing on a whim, doing by myself. I just wanted to go and Chuki got my concert tickets. Shout out to Chuki. And that was like an early birthday gift for me. So I was like, this is going to be a very efficient trip. I'm going to get in, have a ball and get out. And I wasn't trying to pay an arm and leg. And so I didn't stay on those hotels and I regretted it because catching an Uber, it sucked. It was at times it felt impossible. And I didn't think about that. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I'm normally one of those people when I plan something, I try to like think about all those different, um, think about all those different logistics and things like that. I just did not think about it because when I did go in 2015, we were so close to the rail car and I did look up whether an Airbnb, whether my Airbnb was by a rail car, but I didn't think about it like the maybe the rail car was like a seven minute walk but like even walking walking at that time of night was not safe for me and <laughs> I'm all about like being independent going on your own I've done it in other countries but why risk it when I can just get an uber but getting that uber was like I was waiting up to an hour or two to even like get a car and I did try to leave the concert a little early at times, but it was, it was a challenge. Of course I survived, I got through it, but yeah. Um, make sure you get a hotel on the strip so you can walk to everything, if not take the rail car, and the rail car is right in front of your hotel. Um, Cause the rail car is dope. Like I just, I love the idea of it. It's only like a dollar something. And it takes you all over and you get to like see the city. I think it's, it's hella dope. So, and Saturday, and I really don't know who I think I was because when Saturday came, I was like lounging around, just chilling, like dragging my feet when it came to picking a brunch spot. I don't know why for some, for some reason, I'm still in the mode of, okay, I'm going to take public transportation everywhere. So I'm like, oh, okay, there's a streetcar here or there's a bus here. Ow. So I think I was looking for the streetcar. Couldn't even find it, child. And then I was like, okay, well, where's the bus? Cause they have a really good bus system. So I'm like, I can just like take the bus, get right, get dropped right back off. Da, 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 da. And I, again, kept going down all these little streets that just were under construction. And I don't, I think I was at the bus stop, but it was literally blocked off. And so I like had to call an Uber at that point because I was like getting more and more frustrated because I'm over here waiting for the bus and it was never going to come. <sighs> so anyway, 
yeah, just go closer, please. I was wasting a lot of time with transportation. <laughs> but again, I'm really learning to embrace my mistakes on these trips. Like you do not know what you do not know. So I try to give myself grace. And then I made a reservation for a place. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to that place. I guess I get into the Uber and what I think, what I choose as the address or what I think is the address is not what it is. And I end up going to the wrong location. So I picked Ruby Slipper Cafe because of course, if I go to New Orleans, I'm being smart about my dining choices. Like I want to eat some good food, period. So that's a black owned cafe that has great reviews. And so I go there and I'm like, yeah, I made a reservation. And they're like, they can't find it. I show them it, it's for the wrong place. I have to wait. Guess what? It's crowded. <laughs> and it's like an hour or so wait for a table or I can just wait for somebody to get out, to get up from the bar. I end up just saying, okay, I'm not Ubering to another place. I'm already here. So it just wasn't a big deal. I was like, let me just eat here. I ended up getting seated in like 10 minutes. It was really good. And I ordered, they had like a trio of um, Benedict's and it was really good. Uh, and then I make, I like take the bus. The bus takes a while to come. I don't know why I'm doing all of this bus situation. Looking back on it, I don't know whether I was being cheap or I just, I don't know. It was, it was like, okay, I think part of it was sometimes if you did Uber certain places, the prices were a little high because, or it, because there's so many people in town. In my mind at the time, it sounded good. Like, okay, I'll just, instead of paying for that crazy insane surge, I'll just take the bus. But guess what guys? The dismal part about public transportation is things happen and it can be a faulty system and lateness occurs. And so I feel like I was waiting for this bus for the longest time. The other bus on the other side kept coming. I don't know what was going on with, with this side. And I ended up meeting this this woman who started talking to me about how she found the courage to like move out on her own and she applied for an apartment and she got it and she was just really happy. So it was a nice little friendship that uh, blossomed from getting on the bus, got on the bus, she made sure I got off where I needed to get off. And again, this is me like, when initially when I went, wanted to go with somebody, didn't happen. I went back and forth about whether I was gonna go or not. And then I just decided to take the plunge. If the tickets are free, why not? Like just go enjoy myself. This summer is all about enjoyment for me and living my life. So I was like, let me live my life. And as you can see, it turned out good. Cause I'm here, I'm alive. I had a great time and I'm very thankful for God's grace and protection because yeah, but it's like also when you do scary things and then you end up on the other side, you're like, okay, I can do that. You know, I got through that. And so it was good. And not only I got through it, but I also had like beautiful experiences along the way. And essence, I never really stress about traveling alone or going anywhere alone because it really gives you an opportunity to meet all kinds of people from all different walks of life and people just talk to you. You know, you kind of have to talk to the people from there if you want to navigate that foreign space correctly or a little bit better with some type of wisdom and knowledge. And so this place really proved, though I went by myself, it was scary. There's like an old adage that's like, if you walk up to the lion, AKA the thing that you are fearful of, the thing that you're scared of, its ferocity will disappear. You know, it'll just vanish because you're scared of it. You're taking it for what it is and you're deciding that you are a match for it. And when you just confront things head on, they don't end up being as bad as you think they're gonna be. And so it was one of those situations to the point where even though I struggled with Uber and it was hella annoying, I had amazing Uber drivers, oh my gosh. And it also felt so good to be able to, you know, to give them that money and to tip them and things like that. Like, which is another reason why I wish I could have did. I actually did do a lot of Ubers. They got a very cute coin out of me, but I, I, I don't, I'm not mad at the corners I tried to cut when I cut them. <laughs> but, um, 
I had really amazing Uber drivers. One Uber driver, after a, a long night at the concert, the day I got in, and I told him, like, yeah, I got straight off my plane. I went there, almost missed it, da da da, da. And I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and he took me to a pizza spot near my Airbnb. And I was so thankful. And I was like, what? You're really doing this? You're taking me here? OMG. Like, I was so grateful. And that pizza was so good. And if he had not done that, I don't know if I would have eaten that night because it was very late. And I was just so grateful. So what else? Where was I at? So yeah, then after, I'm good. I'm doing a good job of keeping track of my stories. Bitch, you're doing a good job. Okay, um, after I left the Ruby Slipper Cafe, I moseyed along on the bus down the street. Like, y'all, I, again, I don't know why I did this to myself. I, I think part of me just wanted to try it. I really just wanted to see what it was about. It wasn't bad, but thank God for cars and Ubers. Um, just moseyed on along and got dropped off and started w- walking one way was... It was the wrong way, so I had to turn around, which was awkward because somebody on the street that I had just passed was trying to, like, talk to me, and I had ignored him, and then I would have had to walk past him. So y'all know what I had to do. I had to cross the street and try to just be invisible at that point. And so I'm walking and walk, like, seven more, uh, seven minutes, I think, to the convention center, and I'm just passing all these people who are leaving. I really think it's, like, 1, 2 o'clock at this point. Not super late, but again, it's over at five. I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't know or I forgot how much there is to see at the convention center and how important it is to not miss certain things. But I guess you'll never miss what was for you, but still. Um, so I'm going there and I'm passing all these like older women with huge bags in their hands. I'm seeing Disney, Target, all this stuff. I'm like, ooh, where'd you get that? And she like, yeah, girl, you better go in there if it's not gone already. That's where I've I've been here early. I was here at nine o'clock and now I done seen everything, it's time to go. And I'm like, dang. And I walk in and it is just so much going on. I figure out the app and the schedule and there are all of these panels and screenings for movies and new TV shows that I would have loved to see, but I missed it. And so I was like, okay, well, let me just walk around, see what I see. I'll just get what I can get. Um, There was another day. So I was tripping, but again, I knew how this worked. They have, yes, the panels will change every day. Um, so for that day, Saturday, I couldn't really trip about the panels, but I had to get what I could at the convention center because a lot of the stuff is free and it's cool. And it's just like cool experiences that you could take part in. So I get in there, I go to the target booth and they have a really cute photo shoot. Y'all have probably seen this photo or GIF a million times and y'all are going to see it again because I'm going to post it. Why? For content. So they had this really cute photo booth. They had this line. Now the line was long and I was kind of strategic on Saturday. I'm like, look, if I should get whatever I literally can get today, as long as the line isn't too crazy, that way I'll have more ground to cover tomorrow and I can like actually go to the panels and the convention center. And so, oh, I have to take my hair down child. These braids with beads, I like this style because it's quick, it's short. I am getting away from like super duper long hair. It just feels so good not to have to worry about that. And um, it does what it needs to do. It does what it needs to do. Yeah, I just had to be very strategic about where I went. And so I chose, I think Coke at the time, I think I definitely got a bag because people are handing you things. And literally I was in there for 10 minutes and like Honey Pot had already handed me a lot of stuff. And you just get a lot of like samples and just great products that you probably wouldn't even know to try or wouldn't even pick up on your own. And you're just giving it. And it's a lot of like full size things. So anyway, I choose to strategically stand in Target's line because Their booth looked lit. They had a skating rink. It just sounded like a party. There was a line to get like free bags. Again, 
with the winners of the comp- of Target's competition. Uh, remember, they went to HBCUs and held a competition on designing the the front of this bag, canvas bag that we were then able to like customize by writing whatever we wanted on it. And you know me, I wrote Hot Girl Brit, and I'm in love with it. Like what? I'm gonna wear it everywhere. I need to put it in my car so I can take it to the farmer's market. So we get in their booth. They also like, they have those free bags. They had the photo shoot booth. They had the photo booth. They had speakers coming there. And when I was in line for the photo booth, they had competition amongst everybody in the booth. Remember, it's just like one big family reunion. So like old, young, small kids, you know, it's like you see everybody all ages and they're having a competition and they're like, they give you the lyrics to the song and you have to like finish it. Or I think everybody who participated a Target gift card, they were giving away things like tickets to the concert that night to see Janet. Yes, Janet. And just a lot of good stuff. And so they, yeah, that their booth was lit. They had the photo booth and then they had like the arcade claw machines, but in the machines were these full size products and or gift cards. Oh my gosh. And if you got like a ticket in your thing, you got the free mini product that was in the ball, but then you also get to pick out a full size product from a black owned business. And that was another thing I loved about Target. Like remember it's a big skating rink and they had a display of all these different skates. And I think Impala or Moxie was the skate brand that's black owned that's carried in target and on every single skate they had the black owned business on display so they had the skates and then every skate had like the sticker showing the name of a black owned product and it was just so dope to see in there partake was giving away cookies and we got the bag from target and these full size products and I ended up doing the claw machine and getting a ticket and I got some shea butter, which I really needed cause I had forgot lotion. I'm bringing a carry on and I don't have time for games. So I just had to, to Nick say it and then I got it. So I was hella grateful. I really did not want to leave that booth, but I had other things to see. I wanted to go to the Disney booth. The line kept getting shut down because it was too full and they needed to like restock. I don't know, but their booth was packed because they were giving out like free Disney ears too. And they had like a 360 lit ass photo booth. And that's another thing. I have so many 360 photo booths. I'm gonna make a post of it. I have so many. The companies and brands that have the most lit booths are always crowded. The more stuff they give away, the more crowded they are. Yeah, I went, I did Target that day. Let me get my phone to see what else. Okay, just ordered Uber Eats, no regrets. Um, For the time I spent in the festival, I think I did pretty good. I knew I was gonna come back early the next day, so I wasn't really tripping, but I think I did a good job. Let me pull it up. So yeah, I spent a lot of time at Target's booth and then I went to Essence Film Festival and I saw the cast of Reasonable Doubt on Onyx, which included Michael Ely, and they were discussing their show, and so I wanted to do that. There was also a panel about the black diaspora and unapologetic representation that Tamar Braxton moderated for, and it was beautiful. Now on this day, I left. I left when it closed, but like I left, I'm waiting for my Uber at like 4.40, it's over at five. I did try to be a little bit proactive so I could get in my Uber on time because I did want to get to the concert on time. And this is the thing, like you're gonna stay busy. I would, going to Essence, I would stay an extra, I would come early some days or stay later just to really not have to rush because going to Essence, you're gonna be busy. The convention center and nine to five, they have stuff to keep you there all day long. Lotto was in there, Jacquees was performing, like everybody. And oh, I was getting to certain places and 
people be like, oh, and I'm like, what, who is it? And then I had like just missed somebody famous. I'm like, OMG, what? Like Boris Kojo or somebody. So I left, I showered, got ready. On this day, Janet was performing, Jasmine Sullivan, Patty, Summer. It's like, it was a moment. I wanted to look cute. I wanted to wear my all white dress. And that's another thing. It is very like unspoken history or tradition that at essence you wear all white like you still have a lot of aunties and uncles who go and they only wear white or they wear white on like the most anticipated headliner performs and i was like i'm gonna wear my white i'm an auntie i'm gonna wear my white and i wore my white did my makeup my uber driver on the way there again was so nice he told me that yeah like you should pick up a drink da, 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 like have fun but i needed to eat and so i got an uber to go to we dad that's why i was rushing because i had to make sure that i got dressed did my makeup at least good enough <laughs> you probably couldn't do no flash tests but it was okay it was it was doable my uber driver on the way to we dad chicken and shrimp was like, yeah, like you should pick up something, da 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 da. And the drinks at the convention center are hella expensive. Like, girl, those things are not cheap, like $20. If I'm paying $20, I need to get like tipsy immediately. And I just, he was like, why don't you just spend your money at the liquor store? And I was like, you know what, you're right. So he took me to a liquor store on the way and one of the corner stores and they had like a bunch of the like canned liquor and like little seltzers and i got something that i had like never heard of before let me pull it up okay so i got a drink on sunday not saturday but anyway my uber drivers were still nice um yeah i get in my uber i'm looking all cute and my all white and my makeup's done and I go to Weed That Chicken to eat because it's like you really have to be strategic about your day and plan accordingly. So I knew that I needed to go home and have time to do all that and then still have time to eat because the lines at the Caesar Superdome where the concert is held are nothing to be played with. I was not in the mood. I just wanted to eat and get it out the way, even though that night I ended up getting food. But that's a whole nother story. But I went to Weed At. It's just a simple place, just chicken and fries or shrimp and fries. Very like fast food Southern, but good. And I got the, I think like chicken box and it was really good, not chicken box. I think it was just like four or six wings and fries. And I am like, okay, I have on this white. I really didn't think about this. Now I'm eat, about to eat this messy chicken. And I think I got like lemon pepper or something wet, child. So I go to sit down and I sit down and there's this woman who is just like chilling. It's kind of a small restaurant, so you kind of have to share a table with somebody. It's not the type of space where you about to have your own table. And so I sat down <laughs> and uh, we're just eating. And then, I don't know, we start a conversation. She tells me that she's here for work and she tells me where she comes from and she says Nigeria. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you are here from Nigeria? Like, what? Like, I knew people was coming to Essence, but I didn't know they was coming international. And she's like, but no, like, yeah, like, I'm here for work. And I was like, oh, okay. And we get to talk about me and my life and the fact that my boyfriend is Nigerian. And she's, like, asking me where he's from and where his family is from. And it ends up getting back to her. And I'm like, okay, you keep saying you're here for work. Like, what do you do? And she was like, I'm an actress. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, like my movie premiered at the Essence Fest. Like, yeah, they screened the whole movie and then she stayed to talk about it. And it was, like I said, the first international film that they had shown at the festival. And so it was like a big deal. And I'm like, wait, you're in Nollywood? And she was like, yeah. And then she was just telling me about her career and how she's been in it for years, if not at least a decade. She told me that like she spent some time in... Virginia, she has family there. We exchanged numbers. And I was just like, oh my gosh, not me meeting somebody famous. Oh, her name, Grace Caris Bassey. Her former name was is Belinda Effa. Effa. Oh yeah, her at is Belinda Effa. Effa. B-E-L-I-N-D-A-E-F-F-A. -F -F -A. And so yeah, Essence Fest 
uh, the concert on Saturday was just surprise after surprise. I saw my girl Tabitha. I took so many videos. The DJs were rocking, bro. It was just like playing frip. Anyway, I think I was talking about the all white thing. You were all white. It's like an unspoken tradition. And part of it comes from the fact that Frankie Beverly and Mays used to headline Essence. And I feel like they would have, I feel like they would headline like back to back to back sometimes. And to the point where wearing white, I started to just realize wearing white as like an Essence Fest thing. And part of that is because of them. Um, and just, you know, all the classic black songs. I think D-Nice came out, Carl Thomas, Drew Hill. Y'all know I love me some Drew Hill. I am very excited that they came out. I love Drew Hill. Like when I get in my Drew Hill mode, which I will probably be putting on good ears, baby, I'm ready to dissect some Drew Hill songs. And the fact that they are still moving with the dance move, they still sound amazing. Like the whole crew is just vocals on vocals. It's like a vocal masterclass. Oh my gosh, I love Drew Hill. My girl Stephanie Mills, Elda Barge. They're like showing during the concert, they like show just all these black, happy black people singing and dancing. And you, it's just a cultural experience, y'all. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like hearing Elder Barge singing, I like it live. What? Uh, Tanisha Campbell came out. Tabitha. I met a friend. Her name is Dina. She is from Baton Rouge. And she is a marine biologist, a black woman marine biologist. And when she told me that, I was just like, what? I just could not believe that I was sitting next to a marine biologist. Like, ah, uh, I was fangirling. I'm still fangirling because I just feel like that is just so dope coming from my background as a science teacher and just like her job being something that I taught my kids about and like tried to encourage them to be is like, I just felt, it was just so inspirational to me because I'm like, damn, like so doing science as a job is something that is really not heard about in the black community. Like she's a marine biologist and she be posting on her Instagram how she looks up, how she's like interacting with all these different creatures and animals and stuff. And it's just like, girl, this is your job? That shit is so dope. I think it is so dope. Oh, I could talk for hours about it. And we were talking about it for a long time. Jasmine came out, OMG. Jasmine gonna do what she have to do every single time, I'll tell you that. Like I already told y'all, Patty killed it, chopped it up, screwed it up, spit it back. It was DJ Manny fresh in the building. Janet came out. It was really a moment, y'all, because so many people, like, if you talk to a lot of people that weekend, all they kept saying was Janet, Janet, Janet. I can't wait to see Janet. And she's a legend and you can just see it you can feel it when she's on the stage it was beautiful to see um and they had a clear back policy which is one thing that y'all need to know before you go down there get you a cute clear bag it can be big I think my hang-up was I didn't think it could be that big but they it could really be big and I ended up buying one off the street for like ten dollars that was that I used to like put my jacket in, put my wallet in, put my fan in, and it was clutch. But we went out that night again, like faith over fear, me going out by myself, meeting somebody that I have like um, a, a lot in common with. She was also like a, bl a black Greek. And it was just so interesting to just learn, meet her and like learn about her culture and just like Spend time with 20-somethings in another state that I don't even know. Like, that was dope. So we went to this pool hall called Shamrock. Um, and it's hella cool. We had a blast. I ended up meeting a, another teacher who had worked for Kip, but in Louisiana. And it was a ball. I did not get home till 4 o'clock. Also, I think somebody gave me money. So when I was at the bar, there were these dudes who kept trying to play on our table. They were playing pool, which is something that I kind of want to learn how to do because they were really playing pool. Like they play pool like in college. Like it was just a part of what they did. And I thought that that was dope because I ain't never played pool in my life. 
um, yeah, there was this dude trying to get in on the table and he started, and we kept saying, no, 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 you cannot get in. And then he started just pulling out money and I was like, um, I'll take some or like you could give me X, Y, Z or whatever. And he peeled some off and gave it. I said, thank you. <laughs> his friend, but of course he was lit and his friend was trying to tell him like, bro, what, what are you doing? But he gave it. I was like, eh. City Girls up, 10 points. It's like, nah. But yeah, I was grateful for that. Accent you shall receive. So I went to bed at like 4.30 that day and I was right back up at 8.40 the next day because I was like, no, I need to go to the convention center. I wanted to watch the screening of Mahalia Jackson. I had a lot to do that day. It was the last day of the convention center of Essence Fest. I had to get it done. So walked in, straight place I went was the Disney booth. And again, Disney is responsible for Proud Family, Encanto, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hamilton, you know, all these shows, Atlanta on FX, Snowfall. And so it was just, they got money, so... I'm not surprised that they had a really good um, goodie bag. And so we got two ears, which everybody was wearing the ears. It was almost like being at Disney World. And they had a 360 booth. They also have another reason why I love Essence. Again, they have their hand in every single part of black culture. They also have an Essence bookstore with you guessed it, all black authors. And they even have author signings during the day. Y'all, stop. And so I go in the Essence bookstore and I buy a cookbook. Um, and I'm going to put in one of my posts, the itinerary, because I want y'all to see like what be going on. Like some of the, the panels they be having, they had like Trap Bingo, Miseducation of Melanin, ga the game segment, the Kitty Chronicles, Boldly Beautiful in Hollywood, Making Black Millionaires with Shea Moisture. And so, yeah, I got to the Disney line just in time. I then went to the United Healthcare booth. They had like a, a mindfulness vibe. And so they had like a gospel flow, a restorative yoga, a love session, uh neo soul yoga, a networking hour. Um, They also had like massage chairs. And yes, I did get a massage. And like a lot of greenery, they had Pelotons there. Peloton was giving out like bags and hats and water bottles. And they had a booth. And y'all know I love me a booth. Then I rushed to the Mahalia Jackson screening. I was extremely excited. It's called Remember Me with Lettucey. And Columbus Short is in it. And so after that screening... They took us to this cute little backstage area where there was like food and beautiful couches and it was just lit. I really feel like it was for the talent, but we were in there. If this was for us, y'all, then you may just want to spend more of your time at the film part because it was cute and they had like charcuterie and little to-go boxes, um, breakfast bars, fruit. It was lit. And they had a Q&A with the cast. Also, my girl Vanessa Williams is in it. And it was just cool to see, like, I I will be talking about black love. Yes, I need to watch the rest of the season, but I'm going to talk about it. I love, 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 love that show. And so Lettucey and her husband um, were on that show last season. And just to, like, see them up close. And, like, Lettucey is such an accomplished artist. And just to look at the black women who like put this together. I was like, oh, gee, like this is just beautiful. And so they also have like Essence Eats, which is a food and wine festival. They have Essence Wealth and Power. They have the community center. Like they really have something for everybody, y'all. And you know, the film part had a 360 booth, so I got it. And this is what got me that Sunday. And this is why like, I just be thanking God for like, the ability to have faith and just like trust and alignment because they had the get lifted gospel celebration, which really runs all day like a church. So if you don't want to do, if you don't want to do the convention, you don't have to because they really just have something for everybody. And so 
on this celebration, they had a whole agenda. You know, it was really meant to function like church. And what do black churches have? Choirs. What do black churches have? Live instruments. They had some HBCU bands come out. Black people love HBCU bands. What? It's such a part of the culture. They have um, preaching. And Sarah Jake Roberts gave a word. And we, we all know and have seen her messages on Instagram. Like, she's very powerful. Then Pastor Mike Jr. came out. And then Tamar came out. So Get Lifted started at 930 they had a welcome by by Bishop Lester Love and First Lady Fran Love and the City of Love. And then they have performances. Lena Bird Miles, Isabel Davis, the, the black women that, some of the black women that are behind Essence come out. And uh, some of the people, some of the black women and other people who are behind Essence comes out, like Google Atkins, Barku Tubman, who is the chief of staff, Essence Communications, Erica, Pauline, Essence Ventures, people from different parts of uh, Essence just welcome the crowd. They have Tamar and Darrell Walls, Stephanie Mills, Tina Campbell, Evie McKinney, the Get Lifted Choir, Dorinda Clark-Cole, MC Light, Major, like, oh, it's a moment. And again, like this went all day to 415. Uh, and that was that was just so perfect for me because I felt like I really needed some inspiration. I really needed some kind words. And I just needed to be in like, I don't know about y'all, but like I love a funky church. Like I love when the atmosphere is just crazy and people are just deep in the spirit. Like I come from an AME church where people just like run up and down the aisles like, that type of happening, that type of going on in the church is what I'm used to. And so it was just that. It was just people hollering, standing up, throwing their hands up, heads back, stomping. Like, it It was beautiful to see. And we're all from different places and all doing the same thing. And, you know, it's cultural. cultural. And so after that, I went not too far to a restaurant and got some etouffee, some crawfish etouffee. Um, but I wanted to get the crawfish etouffee, but I don't think they had it. They only had shrimp etouffee. And so I love an an etouffee, which is like a stew with, um, oh, just the best flavors ever. And so, um, I don't stay the whole time I get lifted because I did want to go to some more booths at the convention center. So I head back down and I go to the Coca-Cola booth. I took some really cute pictures. And that night when I went to the concert, I also wanted to be there on time because this was the night Tim's was supposed to be there and WizKid and the City Girls, and I did not want to miss anybody. And so I really got there early, and that is when my Uber driver took me to a corner store. He just recommended that, you know, like, why not stop and get something, pick something up because the drinks are going to be too expensive at the convention center. And he let me get it, and it was, I got a drink named Cacti. It was like $1, and it had like 7%, but it was cute. So I get there just in time, hallelujah. Also, I forgot to mention, I have floor seats, y'all. I have floor seats. So also, every night during the concert, as I'm going back and forth in and out to the bathroom, I'm seeing people. Like, I saw one time a dude from... um one of the police officers from The Wire, McNulty's partner. I saw Wendell Pierce. And honestly, it's just so much to keep up with. You just see so many people. I think I saw La La Milan. Um, yeah, you just see everybody. And so I got there just in time for the City Girls, which I feel like they could have pushed them back. Like, it was barely anybody there. And honestly, y'all, I get... I also understand why they put them first because the type of crowd at Essence, at Essence, yes, there are some young folk, but it's a lot of older folk too. And they don't really, they may not know the city girls or even be into that kind of scamming on a nigga type, uh, scamming on a nigga, lick my coochie type thing. So they just don't be for all that. For example, the people who were sitting next to me, it was the same two women. I, we have both 
bought, we had all bought three day tickets to the festival. And so that's another thing. Like you don't have to buy a ticket for every single day. You can buy it. You can buy single tickets for just that night and just see who you want to see. But, um, I'm always going to do three day because I feel like there are so many surprises and I just, I, I want to show baby. I want to show, but, um, like they, they were sitting next to me and they were like, what is this? What is this music? Did she just say that? Like they were jamming sometimes though. That lets you know it was a city girl and all of us a little bit, but they were, they were confused and they really weren't here for it, but I had a blast. I don't think I've seen the city girls live because when I saw them, when they came to Broccoli Fest, JT was locked up. And so it was just Carisha. Sunday. Method Man, Locks, Ghostface Killer, uh, Raekwon, Asley Brothers. The Roots were there on Sunday. And so it was, it was black, 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 black. I had a ball. And the roots brought out friends and yeah. All in all, it was such a beautiful experience. Yeah, Method Man and Ashanti was out there rapping back and forth. Um, it was cool to see the locks and Jada Kiss and Lil Kim came out and MC Light was DJing. And the Osley Brothers, baby. The Osley Brothers, nah. I'm never missing a performance. Excuse me. The way they still do it all these years later, they are insane. And the guitarist was like playing with his tongue, playing behind his head. Yeah. The more and more you go through the weekend, your heart is just so full of love and appreciation for black music, black culture. You realize how many songs you actually do know and how much you just love being black because our music is just crazy so much of our culture is deeply embedded in the music that we love and it's just a display of that when it comes to like Frankie Beverly and Maze and like I think they pay, they played like knocking the boots or just some just black ass song and we were all singing along it was just like a movie y'all go to essence it's everything black swaggy you dig all the feels and just also just legendary experiences. Like I got to say, I witnessed a Janet Jackson live performance. I witnessed a Patti LaBelle live performance. I witnessed seeing the Isley Brothers, Summer Walker, Jasmine Sullivan, Nicki Minaj, Nas, Lauren Hill, Ashanti, New Edition, all in one weekend. And New Edition, they killed it. They killed it. And Bobby Brown was up there and moving and shaking and dancing. And they, you know, you know why we love New Edition. And y'all, like I'm telling you, there are no disappointments. There is only just joy and love and happiness. And Essence Fest was a ball. I can't wait to share with you guys what I did and how my days were. But I hope that this segment of We Outside New Orleans Edition, Essence Fest Edition, encourage y'all to go next year like Issa Rae was there Chloe everybody everybody was there y'all and I just want to go super early next year like I want to get there like that Wednesday and just explore New Orleans and have fun and just like meet people I also would love to just have some more exclusive access next year like there were so many people and so many people I even like know some people some of the people that I know were there that weekend because they were working there and it's just like you can get like backstage access to stuff y'all so this episode y'all I mean I may need y'all to run it up comment engage on the content y'all we're trying to get a media backstage access next year for real um, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope that this segment of We Outside New Orleans edition, um, Essence Fest edition, encourage y'all to go next year and to to plan with your friends, with your loved ones, um, plan a group trip and enjoy and just love and all that black culture. Like 
we deserve it. We deserve that kind of joy for that weekend. So I hope y'all enjoyed. This is your host, Brittany. Be sure to follow us on Twitter where it really be going down. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Think Me at Think Me Later Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Think Me Pod. And make sure to leave a review if you loved it, loved it, loved it. And thank you guys for listening. Signing off. Toodles.